Bob Fisher. Fisher for three. Bang! All right, y'all. This is Don't Have Me Sports Podcast, episode 68. You got Edgar. Yo. We got the man Cruz. Yo. E. Cruz, not J. Cruz. Cruzito from Blood and Blood Out. <laughs> <laughs> Man's dangerous. And Eli's on here too, man. What up? And myself. So that's four. And we're back. So there's a couple things we could, uh, <clears throat> from like last episode, man, I'm going to say the weather is extremely hot, man. So everybody, please stay indoors. I think that's God's way of uh, canceling the COVID, dude. It's, it's well, what if they don't, uh, they don't have an AC or a fan? Would you still advise them to stay inside their home? Yes. Ice cubes, dude. Open up the freezer. Go buy a bag of ice cubes, put it in the bathtub, fill the bathtub. And An ice bath? That's some cryotherapy? Some cryotherapy, yeah. Fuck. Or man's cryo. Man, it's definitely hot out here, so I'll definitely say that. But all is well. So first thing on the docket, any exciting news from anybody about anything for our listeners? What? Any exciting news about anything? What do you mean about just like life? Yeah. Personal. Like, are you engaged? Are you? Yo, who's engaged? Nah, fuck it, which I imagine. <laughs> oh, I thought you were hinting at something. I was like, who the fuck is engaged? I don't know, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to drop some subtle hints so uh, Edgar could uh, pop the question. Fuck. <laughs> 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 nah, man. Nothing on my end, dude. Nothing new. Just came back from San Diego. <laughs> yeah, just fucking you there, man. Quarantine, Eli. Uh huh. You broke quarantine. Uh no, I was on a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> Within the um, respect to COVID, uh, yeah, everything within the param- the parameters and like lockdown, uh, lockdown uh, orders that was set. So, yeah, you know, very dope. I believe you, man. As long as everybody stops getting tested, we're straight. Yeah, true. Uh, I was right. I was right there with the guy. Oh, you were on a business trip. Yep. Where you at, Ed? <laughs> he was at home tending the hutch. Tending to my poor little doggy, burning up. Let him sleep. Let let him sleep inside this time. <laughs> I have to, man. Cause it's kind of hot outside as fuck. Wait, how, how are you managing that, Edwin? Like, you can't even take him on walks, can you? Or it has to be like super early. Oh, yeah, I'll take him early, and I'll take him like uh, I just took him out like at six. Like it's cooled down by now. It's like not that hot. Right. Gotta, I gotta like touch the the floor to make sure it's not too hot for their paws. Cause like that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, cause I seen posts about that, like the asphalt getting way hotter than it is and shit. Yeah, yeah, that shit happened to me on a hike with him the other day, and I was like, I felt pretty bad. But we had he started whimpering. Nah, he was like he was like jumping off the ground because like it, it was hurting him. You know, como que estuvieras quemando. Yeah. You know, like when you burn yourself and like you kind of like uh, you flinch back. It was like that sort of reason. That's one thing. Puts the pod down, no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, man. Take take care of Hutch, man. And all those dogs out there. And kids. Don't leave them in the cars. So. <laughs> you say kids? Yeah, man. Dude, with this heat wave, la gente se le pasa, wey. Like, everybody's so concerned with, like, going indoors. 
<laughs> and they just forget their kids in their car. It's happened, man. Come on, dude. Child, did they leave you, Lewis? Monday? Did they leave you in the car growing up? Is that why you're... No, I don't think so. On some That's so Raven shit, I have flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. But, all right, guys. So, let's uh, let's start the podcast. Let's get into it, man. Chappelle stuff. Yeah. Show. So, uh, MLS, man, the champion was uh, Portland. So, Ed... Yeah, man, they were definitely the stronger of the two teams. Um, Orlando had a little Cinderella story going, but, you know, Portland's always a really good, really solid team and uh, enough depth, enough uh, the coaching is good. So, I mean, no surprise there. They won a 3-1, I believe. So, um, you know, all the more power to them. They got a, a million a million bucks and a uh, champion. Huh? No, yeah, and the Champions League thing, the Champions League uh, birth. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, congratulations is all I can say. Wasn't that your pick, Portland? Out of the two, yeah, I think probably that's what I would have picked. I think you might have actually. Yeah, I don't actually, uh, I went with Orlando. I actually thought they were gonna pull it off, but city. What was that? Them being in the city of Orlando. Yeah, I just thought it was. You know, gonna be like one of those Cinderella stories and just kind of play play itself out all the way through, but I guess not. Um, yeah, they fell short, man. I, I think honestly, people stopped watching once LAFC was kicked out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I only watched like maybe half hour of the game. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you think this is gonna do for like regular season translation? Like, you think it's gonna it's going to create momentum for them going into, like, the season starting back up. Well, technically, it already started on the 12th. Um, yeah, and there's actually – I think there's a game right now. I think Dallas-Nashville are playing. Are they? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it says today, but I don't know if see. Yeah, today at 5.30, but they should have started by now. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't seem like they have any uh, – Yeah, any updates. Yeah. Um, There's weather updates, apparently. Delays? Sounds like delay, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, that's the only game scheduled for today, so. Yeah, so, um, I mean, they get about a week off. The the good thing for all the teams is that they come with, these are teams that made it to the next round, to the, to the you know, to the uh, round, robin, round, round robin elimination matches. Mm-hmm. And, um, they're, they're in a little better rhythm, you know. They're a little more competitive. They're going to start off strong out the gate. So it's not like we're going to watch a bunch of, like, crappy um, group stage matches, you know? Yeah. And I think I used round robin wrong. Yeah, that's true. They should be, I mean, yeah, like you said, especially the teams that made it further, they should definitely be coming in in good rhythm. So um, maybe it might be to an advantage. Also, you never know. You know, they were playing every couple days, so it might might be a – a case of where it, may, it could cause an injury, you know, like they might be overworked. But well, I mean, they're gonna, I think like Portland and Orlando were the ones they they just played this week, so I think they're going to have nearly two weeks off before the season starts. I mean, I think that's you know a good few days of recovery just to get ready to go again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So yeah, that yeah. There you go then. I think the MLS did a good job in kind of setting that schedule up, depending on who went the furthest. 
Yeah, yeah, because I think the first the first round of games for the for the season started like on the twenty second, I believe. Yep, Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like twelve days for the or eleven uh eleven days mm-hmm. for the team that made it the furthest. Yeah. So then so to transition into that, man, so both LA teams are playing against each other, so another traffic on Saturday. And what a good way to start the season, honestly. I like how they set that up. Mm-hmm. You know, kick it off with a bang. I think that that's like a really attractive game just for the league in general. And it, yeah, it, it's a good way to kind of start it off. But do you think it? You think it's attractive enough, like even based on them meeting up, like in the in the tournament? I think it's a good because of how the games have played out every 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 time they, they go at each other. I think it's a good reminder that there's still an MLS season to watch, so it should draw like the fans back to watch. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like through all this, I'm sure all sports have lost like fans just to like all the distractions of COVID and shit. Mm-hmm. So like you get to recapture their attention with just a big match out of the out of the gate. All of them, yeah. I think like even in the in the bubble when the NBA started, I think they had like a huge game. The Clippers, Clippers was the opening game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clippers Lakers, right? Yeah, yeah. So like I, I think that's really smart. makes sense. Yeah, definitely. You guys think uh, Vela's gonna start? I think so. I don't see why he wouldn't start, but. Mm-hmm. Who knows, man? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how how in shape he's gonna be. He's not gonna be like fit. He's he's like you know, pretty much been chilling for. Ah, uh, don't say chilling, man. The guy was a. Uh... He he hasn't been as competitive as the rest. You know, he hasn't been yeah. playing matches. You know, practice practice rhythm and like in game rhythm and game form are not the same. True, I get you. So, you know what? I, I'm a backtrack. I, I actually don't think he's going to start. I think I think he's going to come off the bench. He'll play, but I don't think he's going to start. Yeah. Oh, are you supporting Ed's uh, remark from last week? No, I'm, I'm taking what he just said into consideration, though. The fact that he hasn't played a game. If mm-hmm. he, they just throw him in there like into a, com- a real competitive game, especially a game, high-intensity game, I yeah. think he, he's at a higher risk for injury at that point. And, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it's worth it, at, 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 you know, being the first game back. Especially with as hot as it's supposed to be next week. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm a backtrack. I don't think he'll start, but he'll definitely play because it's a big match, so you definitely got to see him in there. Yeah, I think, I think if, we, if we get ourselves into trouble, I think we'll see him come in. Um, but I doubt it. I mean, Galaxy are still not. I, I mean, I don't know how much they could have improved over the – our three weeks that they were back early or something, they've been back. Mm-hmm. But wow. no more. Yeah, I haven't heard any. I mean, any updates or any news regarding like any any incoming players or anything to strengthen their backline or like all. I mean, I've seen two. Um, uh, what is it? Two rumors. One is a the center back from Pole City because they just got uh, relegated. So there's like a 25 year old, I think Dutch. Center back that they were looking at, and um, I think there I saw that Pipita Iwain from Juve, but I mean that sounds like a stupid signing. But yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but you never know, man. His his brother has been playing in the MLS for a couple of years now. Maybe he's heard good things about it. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm sure he would want to come. I just don't think that 
Galaxy need a player of his quality, of his style. Or his position, to be quite honest, you know. They got other positions they got to focus on. Yeah, I think they got Pepita, who does almost exactly what Pepita does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as FC, we also heard that Dio got... Uh, Dio and the team came to an agreement and a terminated contract. Yeah, I saw that. Well, why do you think he, uh, he decided... Uh, or it was mutually decided... For the team and him to part ways, it's kind of kind of out of the blue too. Yeah, I think I think it, it comes back to just like I believe he was here without his family and stuff, so I think he was having a tough time, like coping with it. And then maybe all the other stuff too, kind of like just intermingled with it. Yeah, you know. So I, I guess it might be something like that. I'm not sure if his family was or wasn't here. Like he he said, his, the motive was what he was looking to do what's best for his family. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he, uh, you know, he just was ready to become a family man or be more involved with his family for whatever, whatever the situation was. Right. I mean, I, I think that I think it's multiple things coming into play. Um, definitely, I think family priority, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just I kind of feel like he was falling. I wouldn't say falling out of favor, but he was falling down in the pecking order for you know first choice striker. Um, and I mean, obviously, that means less playing time, less opportunities. Um, and you know, players want to be active, dude. They want to be able to get in there and, and and score goals. Especially him being a forward, they want to score goals. They want to be involved with the team. They want to be able to play big matches. And I mean, if that's not viable in the moment, I mean, you have to you have to be willing to maybe explore other options and and take other opportunities elsewhere. Um, and maybe it, it could have been something along those lines, more of a career choice, you know. Or a career move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could also be a, a good uh, motivating factor for him to move. And then wasn't it him that had the whole uh, issue where he had to be admitted to like the MLS drug program or something like that? Yeah, the drug and, and mental health program. Yeah, yeah, drug and mental health program. Um, uh, um, I mean, who knows? Yeah. So uh, just kind of. Up, he did say like it's like kind of just like family priorities in his life so that's like that's the main reason why he they decided like uh mutually uh split yeah so yeah. as far as like with that stuff it's like I, I love the guy because i did I, I think he was amazing up top he scored a ton of goals when he came off the bench he was just like he just brought energy and like lifted the entire team and like he got a couple of victory he got a couple of like victories just off the bench for us yeah. um I just think he was just injured, you know, a lot. I feel like for, for the two years he's been here. Um, that And, like, just the off-field issues that kept him from playing. Um, you know, I think, I think that really hampered his the amount of time that he got to, to show us his best, his best qualities on the field. Yeah. Totally agree, man. The man will be missed. Big time. Yep. Yeah, big time. Yeah. All right, man. Send him off, Ed, with a shoulder to shoulder. All right, man. Let's jump into the Champions League, dude. So, big weekend, man. Champions League, that's for sure. So, did anybody check on Manny? <laughs> Yo, Manny is still MIA, dude. Uh, He's about to. No, it's on him, dude. <laughs> He's about to. Dude, I- 
right now, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, every time he looks at his watch and he sees an eight or a two, dude, he just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just, it just brings back like those, uh, those moments, right? Like, oh. Yeah, dude, he, he must be like night sweats, everything. <laughs> like, long, long weekend shivers. <laughs> Yo, but did you guys think that Byron was going to come in there and destroy Barca like they did? No, man. I don't think anybody was expecting that type of score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that just in the defense, um, the way they, uh, the Byron defense, the way they neutralized Messi was just impressive. Like, they literally held him at bay. And that, I mean, they, I mean, Barca only scored two goals. Um, and two goals is usually like, you know, enough to be a, a decent match, you know? But the way they were just effective in front of goal was amazing for, for uh, uh, Byron, you know? Davies down the wing just tearing Semedo a new one. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, he's going to be fun to watch, bro. Yeah, no, I agree, man. They, Byron was clinical, dude. They could, honestly, they couldn't have played a more perfect game. Um, they were just dominant from from minute one, from you know kickoff to the end, and it, it was impressive, dude. It was it was really impressive. Honestly, I was like you mentioned, nobody was expecting that. I was I was left in awe, dude. Like an eight yeah. two smashing of Bar- a Messi led Barcelona at that. Yeah, it's not like you know he was injured or he he wasn't available. Like a Messi led Barcelona to get just manhandled in that in that manner it was just a sight to see like nobody would have thought that would have been the outcome. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, it, it's kind of like, like, like you, it, it's a, it's, it was a great game, you know, just because of how, what masterclass, um, yeah. finishing, uh, Byron gave, but it's also a little sad to see like such a great team get torn apart like that, you know, cause like just such a, like, I'm going to call it what it is, dude. Such an ass beating, like, on a big team like that, it just, it kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, feel sorry for them. Yeah, exactly. It just, uh, like, you hate to say it, you know, because Messi is, like, I, I personally don't, I, I like Messi, you know. I think he's generational talent, one of the all-time greats, if not the all-time greatest. Yeah. Um, it kind of sucks to see, you know, like, his career has been slowly, like, dwindling you know i don't know if he's like kind of he, he's starting to see him kind of go into the twilight as they say the you know that yeah like the last couple of years you know with roma um with liverpool it's just been like in the champions league specifically it's been embarrassment after embarrassment um and you just kind of see him there and it's like it's crazy you know because this guy was like untouchable for i would say 10 years 10 plus years you know actually yeah more than that okay Honestly, like, the game, the last week... I'm oh, sorry, what you said is? No, that, like, actually, so, kind of just touch on that, like, Messi and, like, both him and Ronaldo, too, like, it's the first time that they're missing, like, the semifinals? Yeah, in, like, 10 or whatever. Yeah, 11 years, I think. Like, yeah. Years, but, like, what does that say? Like, do you guys think, like, the, the decline in the players, like, in Messi, like, even, did he even, did he really play to, like, the caliber that he's... That's expected of them this game. I think, um, I think last week, uh, who was it they played? Who, who, Napoli, right? No. Yeah. 
Was it Napoli that they just that uh, he destroyed? Like half. Yeah. Yeah, like he still looks good, and like Napoli doesn't have like terrible defenders, you know. And um and Bayern doesn't have the greatest of defenders. Like I think you know Boateng is a little slow in the back, and um, David Alaba is a makeshift center back who's been doing good in the position, but not a center back. Um, I think the only like maybe the only redeemable. Uh, defenders that they have are are the wingers, the the the, the fullbacks. Yeah, Pavard and uh, Davies. Yeah, and I mean, and even then he couldn't freaking um, get into the back line. So I mean, he's definitely declined over the years, but not to the level that we saw him uh, just get you know neutralized this last game. You guys think Messi's out in any way? I think so, man. I, I think I think for this Barca that you see now, I think it's a wrap. And I mean, I think a couple players after the game kind of echoed that same sentiment. Um, I think Piquet mean being like one of the the, the the first ones to kind of raise their hand and say it's time for a change from top to bottom. And I think that's what's gonna happen, man. I, I think Messi needs a change of air. Same shit like with Ronaldo. I think Barca needs to relook at the way they're building teams and and their structure from the top of the board all the way through. Um, so I don't know. I'm expecting to see big changes from Barca, man. I I think at this point, when you've had like, I mean, basically their embarrassments, dude, back to back to back embarrassments in the Champions League like that. That's not acceptable for a club of the stature of Barcelona. So I think major changes have to happen. And the first one already happened, which was they sacked uh, Setien. So he's gone. He's out. Um, so Barca's head coaching uh, position is vacant. Um, they're going to start from there. And I think you're going to see major moves happening, especially with uh, the players. Mm-hmm. I, I agree that they need major change. I think a lot of the old heads and a lot of the guys that are still like they're from Pep days, I think they need to move on. Um, up to including Messi um, with a caveat that if Messi is willing to like take a lesser role, um, maybe come off the bench, you know, maybe, maybe not be the focus of Barcelona's attack. Then I guess, I, I guess, I mean, you should keep him, but if he can't agree or can't, or he doesn't like that role, then I think he has to be part of the players that need to leave the team just because um, they take up too much air. You know, they, they're, they're too big at this point. And the club can't rein him in, it seems like. Yeah. But do you really think that's, like, feasible, Messi taking a bench role? Like, that, I really don't think that's ever going to happen, even regardless if, of how old he gets. Even if it's not a bench role, a uh, bench role, maybe it's giving him a more... Um, uh, Support? Uh, a more tactical um, uh, position, you know? maybe less of him just roaming around the top of the field and maybe giving him more defensive duties as part of his, uh, as part of his, um, uh, play, you know? Yeah. Making sure that leave the space that he leaves when he, when he moves into attack. Um, so I, I think that he, I think he, he needs to take the consideration of his age and that he's not the spry, young player that he was and that, you know, mm-hmm. 
he might not be able to run back as fast or get back to position as fast or, you know, or just take a whole team on and win a game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, it, it's hard to say with Messi, you know, just because he's been so good for so long and just everybody holds him to the highest regards. I, like, I could only imagine how a conversation like that would even go. Some Them asking him to take a lesser role in the team or, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like it wouldn't happen. I, I What I would bet my money on is a, a reunion between Pep and Messi, whether it be at Man City or whether it be in Barcelona or somewhere else. I feel like that's like, they're kind of in a collision course for that to happen. It's just a matter of timing, you know? How, um, how certain are you of that? You think that's like in a jump to the Premier League? What was that? You think that's 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 something he'll consider doing, like jump into the Premier League at, at his age at this point, or like where he's at? Because it, it's it's a way more physical league, and it's not like he's it's not like he's CR seven that's like a fucking you know built and he could withstand that for a couple more years. Yeah, dude, but you also have to be able to fucking catch him to like. Well, he doesn't have the speed that he used to have. He's still fast, but his low center of gravity because he's a short, short player lets him like turns faster. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Kind of like Aguero. I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know if he would, if he would want to move to a different league. He, I mean, he's been in Spain his entire life, basically. I'm sure he's comfortable there. I don't, you know, at 33, like, would you want to get your family get up and leave, or would he do it just for a couple of years and kind of live out there on his own? Like, who knows, you know? But I just I see I see that happening before he retires. Him and Pep just kind of trying to give it one more one more go at it. I don't know, man. I, who knows, man? It might happen after. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to transition into uh, the whole Man City upset, but <laughs> City debacle. <laughs> it might happen. Ah, come on, dude. If debacle is the wrong word to use, I mean, if you're gonna say debacle, then you say that with Barca. <laughs> with City, it was an upset. That's what it was, dude. Yeah. Say, what did the Lyon coach say about Cormier, dude? Oh, they're up 1-0 once he's on the pitch. That's why we're going to buy Cornet. <laughs> Eli against uh, City? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, man. City just couldn't get it done, dude. And, and, and it, it was, I think I told Edwin this, dude. As soon as I saw Pep overthink the lineup, and instead of going with his typical 4-3-3, four, four, uh, four, three, three, you know, the lineup that he, he he's won everything else with, like, he overthinks these situations. And it's not the first time that's happened. And he throws a line of five out there with Fernandinho in the center back position. And like, just from reading the line of dude, I already knew like, this isn't going to be good, man. Like it's not going to end well. He's overthinking. He's, he's making irrational moves instead of going with what he knows and he knows works. Mm. And it, sure enough, man, like clockwork counters and just, you know, dummy plays in the back is, it was a shit show, man. Yeah, dude, Fernandinho was just awful at yesterday. Like, he's not a center back. He, you can't, you can't put him back in that line of, in the, you know, five in the back, but the wing backs. Um, he just he kept moving, pressing up, you know, trying to like, uh, trying to intercept plays or or get them before they got it, before the turn, and he just kept getting balls over the dinked over the top and running into space behind them. Um, the the goal by Cormet was great. Yeah, it was a good goal, man. He hit that ball nice. Yeah, he that got, was a tough angle, dude. That angle was tough. 
because Garcia made a good recovery and uh, kicked the ball off from, uh, I forgot who, uh, I think it was uh, Tronquette or whatever his name is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Cornette just picked it up off the, off the, off the bounce and kind of just hit it with the inside of the boot and just bended it in right next to the, to the post. Honestly, Ederson, nothing to do in that play. Yeah, he was out of position. He, he couldn't he get down in time. He was too far off the goal. Um, that was a really good goal. Uh, and then what was the – was I the, think uh-huh. the third one that was really – the second one that was good también. Um, you know, questionable on like offside or not offside. But I think just the way the play, the, the play played out, I yeah. think really good. Uh-huh. Yeah, just different people we were talking to kind of were a little confused as to like whether it was offside, wasn't offside, just because it went through the the player that was offside, it went through his legs. Yeah. Um, but I guess because he didn't make a play on the ball, or I, that's how I understood it. Um, you know, the play was it was a it was a live play, and you know, yeah, they just they put it away. I think what sealed the game though for for Man City was that uh, that starting miss, man. I think that miss really just kind of. Just basically told you they're they're not winning. They're, they're not going to be able to come back from this. This game's a wrap. That typical Sterling miss. I feel like he's had a couple of those. How about when like all he had to do was tap it in? <laughs> like how, dude? I, I I still don't understand. Like I've been looking at the video. How? Like was there a bounce? Was I don't see anything, man. He just fucking flinged it over the top post. <laughs> like flinged it. Like I don't even. The, the ball didn't have that much fucking force behind it for the. You know, like, straight over the top of the bar. He was already celebrating, bro. He was already celebrating. He, he was not already celebrating. There's no way. He was already thinking about it. in his head. In his head, yeah. he's like, I'm going to tap it Run, slide into the, <laughs> slide into the uh, corner. Yeah. Fuck, man. Disappointing for sure, dude. Yeah, man. Um, the last that's goal. That's a tough one, man. And the last goal was just, yeah, the last goal on uh, Lyon was just... It was, it was really good. Yeah, they just capitalized on it. But, yeah, man, I, I don't understand why Pep does these things. Like, he has a very good, like, tactically he plays well with the 4-3-3. Like, the press is, you know, um, really, you know, just high all the time. But I don't know why he, he just changes ridiculously players and, like, hampers his attack. Like... I think when we were watching, I told uh, Eli that um, the Bruyne out wide on the right, for whatever reason, just didn't make sense. Makes him less effective. You know, and enough, not enough passing from him, not enough uh, balls into the space, couldn't find the, the forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just a bad game overall, man. But, yeah, man. Okay. Do you guys think on his way out, too? Mm, I don't know. Man. It's tough to say. Yeah, dude. Like it, it's a weird position, just because he's he's been really successful. Um, aside from the fact that he just can't get that that Champions League uh, trophy, you know. Um, I, I can't. I don't know, man. I'm sure he's gonna have a sit down with like the board, and they're gonna talk it out and see see where they're at. Um, I personally don't see it happening, but I wouldn't. Like, if it were to happen, it wouldn't surprise me either. Yeah. It's kind of just how things play out, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's been, what, I think it's its fourth year or, or going on five. Yeah. Um, 
So year of his contract, no? Huh? It's the last year of his contract. I think he extended one year. Oh, so I guess yeah, this upcoming season would be the last one. Um. So I, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah. This off this off season is gonna tell us a lot of what Man City is gonna be doing moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's just. I think because of COVID, I don't think we could read too much into it, man. Just because the teams don't have the funds to, that they would usually have to, like, you know, bring in players. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, Barcelona needs also um, uh, a wholesale fix of, his, of their squad. Like, they, I just don't think they have the, the, the capital for it. And, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time till they, till, they make, till they have that money after, you know, after COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be hard to move players just in general this offseason. Just, you know, teams who have been, like, you know, affected by the COVID situation more than others, I mean, they're not going to be looking to buy. They're going to be looking to figure out a way to stay afloat, you know, so that the team could keep bringing in revenue somehow. Yeah, promote um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're probably going to see a lot of new faces next year in, like, a lot of leagues and maybe a lot of, like, uh, a lot more bright spots, younger players, you know, more Mbappes maybe. More Havertz. Yeah. So, actually, this is a really good question I want to ask you guys. So, since uh, Lyon just, uh, you know, they just um, advanced, uh, would you guys still a Farmers League or what? Like, now that Lyon and PSG, both of them actually advanced. I think France is still a Farmers League. Uh, I've never thought of the Bundesliga as a Farmers League. They have really good teams over there. France is definitely a Farmers League because it's a one-team league. I mean, Germany t- kind of is too, but I think that everyone is just, everyone underneath Bayern is just really competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. While in France, I don't think you could say the same thing, you know? Like, Lyon was seventh in the league this year. After yeah. <laughs> last year. Um, so, I, I think you you go into these leagues and, like, you take one or two players and they're done. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that might be true. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a it's been a different Champions League this year. Yeah, with the really high likelihood of actually a new uh, new first time champion, right? Yeah. Yep. So the only uh, the only team that's won it is uh, Bayern. That's left. Everybody else would be a new a new champion, first time champion. I mean, yeah. Who do you guys see actually being the final? Actually, what? Uh, being in the uh, being in the final, the Champions League final. Um, I mean, it has to be PSG, uh, Bayern, no? Like they're the strongest teams left. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say uh, PSG Lyon. Ooh, what? Just because Lyon's been like, they just been knocking out big uh, big dogs, you know. So I expect them to do the same with Bayern somehow. <laughs> Or es lo que quieres, güey, después de la zarandeada. <laughs> no, well, I mean, dude, they did it to Juventus, they did it to City. Like, I mean, at this point, it looks like they're, like, on that Cinderella mode where, like, uh-huh. they're knocking off the big dogs and, like, they're going to make it all the way. Yeah. Definitely, they knock out Bayern. I'll probably go for Lyon over PSG. Oh. They got a good system set up, man. They just sit back and <laughs> hit you on the counter. And they got the players to do it, so it works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, for us. I, I I mean I don't like PSG, but I would want the the winner to come out of that uh, bracket. So that means Neymar's going to get a Champions League. 
Are you okay with that? Yeah. You know what? That means that Navas is going to get his fourth <laughs> League, making him like one of the best players in CONCACAF history. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were a Costa Rica fan. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Rack to Riches fan, dude. Oh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you were. Uh, I, you know, I should have expected that from you, jumping ships like that. <laughs> I'm a Rags to Riches fan, dude. This dude is worth Call it what you want, dude. Worked his tail off, made it to Real Madrid from a little crap club in, in Costa Rica. You know, won everything with Real. About to win some more with PSG. I, I, I could get behind that. Good success story. Yeah. Or Leipzig. You, uh, you confuse me sometimes, Edwin. You confuse me sometimes, man. You hate PSG, you hate Neymar, but yet you're rooting for them. I fuck. <laughs> I'm rooting for Navas. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, I wouldn't mind Le- Leipzig winning either because they have a uh, Tyler Adams. So Tyler Adams would be nice for a a young twenty one year old American to win his first Champions League. Nice coming off the bench. Uh, probably starting. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, man. What about uh, what about United today, man? So ton of both Manchester teams. So I knocked out. So we essentially did exactly what City did yesterday. <laughs> Bottle missed, missed a bunch of opportunities and just got fucking caught on the D. Um, I mean, you know, it, you can tell that we still need some more players. We're de- definitely missing some Ds, some defenders. And um, I don't like Fred in that six role. Um, so I, I hope he's something that they're willing to change. And we need Jaden up top. We need a, another player who who's... Uh, Bro, you guys are... It's already confirmed. You guys aren't getting Jaden Sancho. Just forget about it already. Bro, that's what that's what this dude says every year. And then somebody they come, they show him the money. He's like, "All right, take the player." It happens. Yeah, you're gonna if you get him, it's gonna be like in two years or something, two three years. Dude, we're getting him this year. Very optimistic, good. So yeah, I, I think that yeah, you know the old the old adage in Spanish is. Goles que, falla, goles que fallas te los meten. You know, that's what happened. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, let's not overlook Sevilla either because they're, for some reason, and they're like the king of Europa League and they're always playing the final. And on top of that, they have a really, a really good team, well coached. Yeah. Um, they played a good game, man. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, United had big opportunities that they missed. Um, and that's what happens, like Edwin said, man. The ones you miss, son las que te mete el otro equipo, and that's a wrap. That's all she wrote. Yeah. All she wrote. Yeah. And they made Champions League for next year, you know. So, I mean, Sevilla has been doing great all season. Mm-hmm. Oh, side note, Cheech, my, uh, if they win the Europa League, Cheech, uh, Cheech is part of that winning uh, that winning squad, man. Fuck out of here. He gets some silverware. He doesn't. Yeah. I hate to see it, huh? Volca no He won't. What do you what do you really get? Yeah, yeah. What? Are you getting upset, dude? What, what's so what? I just I just kind of ridiculous because he hasn't helped them like since what January because he left like. Man, dude, Mark Cheech if he gets it, but I mean, I, maybe, I didn't think your blood would be boiling so bad. <laughs> and, nah, it's not boiling. No, no, I, I'm just like surprised that he would actually get like. A trophy for not being on the team, you know? 
Hey, man. the team, bro. He's a winner. <laughs> so that, yeah, dude. So that's Champions League. So, yeah, we'll see, man. So we'll actually uh, just kind of like wrap this up. So the next game is on uh, Tuesday, and then the other one's on Wednesday. So then the final's on the 23rd of August. Yeah. All right, fellas. Since uh, Edgar's been awfully quiet, <laughs> just the mic, Edgar. Huh? Oh, okay, cool. Glad you're back, man. So the end, uh, the playoffs are set, man, and the Blazers beat uh, Memphis, take over that eighth spot. So they're gonna be facing uh, the Lakers. So playoff time, baby. Let's go. Playoff time. Game time. Seven years? Lakers and four. Uh, six. Lakers and four? <laughs> Lakers in, in the sweep. <laughs> yeah, it's been seven years since the Lakers. No, six years. Yeah. The playoffs. Uh, how, how, do you guys, how do you guys feel about, like, overall, like, Damian Lillard and, like, their team right now, like, coming into uh, to the series with, uh, with the Lakers? They're, they're probably the, the hottest team, like, in the, going into the playoffs. Yeah. I would say second hottest behind the Suns. But no, yeah, you're right. Going into the playoffs, yeah. So they're they're like the hottest team going into the playoffs. They got a bunch of momentum. Like they've played, like they've had to play games where shit's on the line. Yeah. As opposed to the Lakers, they they clinched the the first spot with the second second or third game, and they kind of cruised the rest of the other five, uh, just kind of getting their conditioning in. Um, so I think that's the only thing I'm worried about. Where they're Portland's going to come out the gates and probably smack the Lakers in the mouth, and they're going to have to like get their shit together pretty fast and try to get a, a first game win. Um, that's just the way I feel. Maybe they're, they're locked in already and they're going to come out and just manhandle them. But I, I think it's going to be more of an upward battle, at least the first yeah. or two. It seems like it. I think overall we're going to win the series. Uh, I, I see it going. Uh, my biased self wants to say five, but I think, you know, unbiasedly here, looking at it realistically, I would say it would go to six. You don't think it'll be a seven-game series? Nah, they, I don't think they'll take a seven. Like that, at, at, at some point, there's no, there's nobody on their team that could defend LeBron or Anthony Davis. Like but, those are two mismatches they can't really match up with. And that LeBron, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think I, I saw this uh, a couple, a uh, couple days ago, where it's like, could we really expect LeBron to come in and like hold the team down on a seven-game series? Yeah. I think that, that's what he was prepping for. Like, I think that's why he was kind of not cruising the whole season, but he was, like, definitely taking care of his body. And, like, the coaching staff was, you know, playing him enough time to where we were able to win consistently, but not overworking him when he was, where he was giving us 40 minutes a game or some shit like that. So this is a season where he's played the least amount. He's averaged the least amount of minutes. Um, and he, we had, he had that four-month break. So, uh, I mean, there's really no excuse for him not to – you know, go hard and really go all out to bring a chip back home. Yeah. I think COVID's going to be like a, a little, um, what's it called? A blessing in disguise just because he was able to rest. Yeah. 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 Knocks, mm-hmm. Get better. He's coming into this, uh, you know, to this playoff series, like pretty, pretty much healthy, man, for the most part. Well rested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be fun though. Like I, I, that that series is gonna be fun. I know Dane's gonna give us fuck uh, a hell of a show. So I'm already expecting half court shots and him pointing at his wrist. So it's it's gonna be fun to watch. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's gonna be a crazy surge, man. I agree. It's a, I mean, the the Blazers, like like you mentioned, that they're just coming in like on a really high, a really high note right now. Mm-hmm. That was a tough game they played against Memphis. They they saw it out. Um, McCullum just you know got he got, he got on a roll in that fourth quarter. Yeah, um, and yeah, like you mentioned, they they've been they essentially they've been playing playoff games the entire stay at the bubble. They've yeah. been in that playoff mode because every game meant something, you know. It had a certain a certain uh, certain level of importance. So um, I think they've been locked in, and they they've already had uh, set goals in mind. Mm-hmm. One of them being obviously getting into the playoffs to get, at least give themselves a shot. Um, I agree too. I, I don't think they'll be able to beat the Lakers. Um, I'm not as I'm not as uh, how do you say it. I don't. I, I'm. I don't think the Lakers are to the point where we could get a sweep or maybe five. So, the, the, I feel like the series is just going to be back and forth. And I mean, I, I see it going six, but I wouldn't be surprised if it hits a seven game and you know it goes down to the wire, which would be it'd be great, you know, for TV. But it, it'd be I don't know. I'd be a little weary uh, for the first series and the Lakers going into a seven game series. Yeah. Um, being as to how they played up to this point. It hasn't really seemed like they've been locked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But also, like, both in um, the East and the West, man. Like, what do you – are there – is there any other matchups that you guys feel are going to be uh, pretty exciting to, like, watch? I know there's, like, a couple in there. At least for me, it's, like I'm, – I'm kind of excited to see, uh, hopefully, like, the Mavericks uh, beat the Clippers. I think that'll be fun. Uh, I don't know. Like, seeing – the way the Clippers kind of manhandled Dallas throughout the season. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see Dallas giving them like a, a fight. I maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll turn it up in the playoffs, but at least from like the two games I saw them in the regular season, the yeah. Clippers had their number and they yeah. were on a whole different. Is, right is this Luca Luca's first playoff series or playoff games? Yeah, no, I think they make the playoffs last year, right? Um, I don't think so. I don't think they did. I think they just missed it last year. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of good matchups, man. Uh, I think the entire West, uh, the West bracket, yeah, solid. It's gonna be all competitive. Like the 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 Oklahoma City Thunder and the Rocket series. I think that one's gonna be really good, yeah. especially now given the fact that Russ is gonna miss a couple games apparently. Um, I'm kind of yeah, like, OKC actually getting that, pulling that off. Yeah, I think it's gonna be tough. For the Rockets to pull it off without having both Harden and Russ out there, yeah. I think if it's just like Harden leading them against uh, CP3 leading the the Thunder, mm-hmm. I kind of I'll give the edge to the Thunder. Um, the other matchup, obviously, uh, that I'm been kind of eyeing is the uh, the Miami Pacers matchup, just because of the whole back and forth between uh, well, Jimmy Butler and uh, came out this, TJ Warren. He came out today and he's like that that rivalry is dead or whatever. So. And you, they're playing a fucking series. You really think like he just oh yeah it's done with? Hey, on T.J. Warren after what he did at the, at the end of the other game, T.J. Warren's gonna want to come back and go at him. That's true. Yeah. What about that? The- that that, that series is gonna get chippy for sure. Mm. What about the Boston Seventy Sixers? Eh, I think Boston's gonna have that easy without Philly having Ben Simmons. The- yeah. Embiid isn't isn't uh, like a, a leading superstar to me. He's more of a, a uh, like a sidekick. Um, he doesn't have that mentality. 
Nah. So like, just put the team on his back and like, just go, go at it. So I don't think he's not going to be able to pull it off. I know that much. So yeah, I got Boston. Boston's been playing good so far. So I got, I got him probably in like five or six. More than likely five though. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the schedule. I mean, the way the schedule set up, it's like basketball all day. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so it's like, it starts early. I think the, the Jazz and the Nuggets, like our time, they play like 11. Yeah. Right? 11.30, something like that. Or like 10.30. I don't, I'm not too sure. I, I, I was looking at the, the times earlier. Um, but yeah, it's basically basketball the whole day, you know. It's 10. Which is pretty cool. Starts at 10.30. And then the last game is at 6. Starts at 6. So, yeah. Damn. It's going to be good. Though. At what? 6 p.m. The last game is going to be Mavs against the Clippers. Oh, at 6. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm going to for sure watch that one. That one's going to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, gonna be, uh, the Jazz and Nuggets are going to be all right. Which one? The Jazz and Nuggets. Well, the, the Nets and Raptors wins. I mean, after the Nets kind of have what they showed with Karis LeVert, and they might give the Raptors some some trouble. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That, that that seems kind of one-sided. Same with the the Denver Jazz series. I think Denver just – I think Denver's going to be able to roll through them. Oh, yeah. The, the Jazz lost Mike Conley because he his, his son's born or something like that. Yeah, so he's out. He's out for the first couple games. Ah, uh, mm. well. Is this Jordan Clarkson's first uh, playoff too? Nah, when he when he got traded to Cleveland, they went to the finals with LeBron. Yeah, so he. Had, but I mean, he was trash. So during that series, I remember. So uh, it's first series will actually have something to play for, or not play for, but like get solid minutes because he's a fan so he's getting like 25-30 minutes a game mm-hmm. yeah. he might be starting now that Conley's out yeah I wouldn't be surprised if they slide him into the starting role then Mitch will run the one because he kind of already does and then have just uh, Clarkson play off the ball yeah yeah we'll see tomorrow though yeah alright man let's go into uh, into the MLB man where the Dodgers sit on top of the, the division so, Dodgers looking good. They swept the Angels. Yeah, they're looking solid. I'll tell you that much. They put a nice little beat down on the Angels over the weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. They, they they've been picking it up, dude. They started off a little shaky with those two losses to the Giants, and then a couple losses to the Padres. Um, but you know, they they seem to bounce back really well after a loss. Uh, which is good, man. You need that type of resilience, especially in a short season where, um, you know, you're going to be kind of moving through the, through the, through the flow of things relatively quickly. So we're already like a third into the season, man. Playoffs are going to start in no time. So. Mm-hmm. Damn, do you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what was that? This is probably like a terrible week for Manny. anyway. The Angels, Barca. <laughs> Damn, somebody check in on that, man. Yeah, dude, he hasn't he hasn't hit us up all weekend, huh? I don't chill. <laughs> I don't fail. Yeah, yeah. So Dodgers right now are at top of the division, um, and Rockies second, I believe. Padres third. Um, you know, they they've been looking good, man. Uh, even though like the the big players last year aren't swinging the bat like the like we expect them to, like Muncie and Bellinger, other other players have stepped up. Um, and and I've have been filling in nicely, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, the great play of Mookie Betts, who's been like really shouldering a lot of the load. Um, 
and he's he's really kind of propelling us and getting our 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 bats going early and, and you know getting that kind of setting us up for success for the entirety of the game. Yeah. Hey man, the guy's definitely pulling in his pulling in his work. So. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping to stay top of the division, man. Hopefully, get that uh, that playoff spot secured. And well, who are we right now? Aren't we tied with the, or something for first? Uh, we're tied with the Rockies because we have, I think, two more wins and they have one less loss. So it's it's right there. I think percentage win percentage we, we're over them. So technically, we're in first right now. But I think they played a, a one less game or two. Yeah, we got one less loss and we had three more wins. So, yeah, so games behind. Uh, so yeah, I, I think the, the way we've been playing, where we'll get that top spot in the NFS. But I mean, really, what we're worried about is postseason. Yeah, postseason. That's where. That's where it's really going to come down to it. So hopefully, Bellinger could get it going. Muncy could get it going. Um, you know, Betts keeps it up. Seager keeps it up. You know, and other people start stepping up. Uh, I think we're in a real good position to to make a nice run this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's all, dude. Looks promising. Don't want to get too excited, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, man. Also, just uh, one last thing uh, in terms of uh, M- uh, the MMA, man. So, Cromier uh, he announced his retirement. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was big, man. After the the he unfortunately he lost. He couldn't uh, get the title against Miocic. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the fight, he announced he was retiring. And I think I mean he's up there in age. He's like thirty six, going on thirty seven. So you can only take so many, you know, beatings. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the highlights where where he got his eye poked out. Did his eye like get? Like it, it was weird. I could see if like they turned his eye inside or some shit, but like it, it looked just all red and shit. Uh, I didn't see that. I think he just got poked though. Oh, uh, I don't think they poked it out. <laughs> yeah, should like it just looked weird. Like like it was cross-eyed or something. I was like, what the fuck did they do to him? Hmm. Yeah, no. When he did the post-fight interview, it was. I mean, it looked normal, but it was just swollen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that wraps up this week's. Uh, Sports in general, so definitely some stuff to look look out for this week, man. So, where's everybody watching the games, dude? At home? <laughs> yeah, man. What you? Oh, man. I set up uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Reminiscing about like, where we would watch the game. I don't think they're sit- they're doing indoor seating, are they? No, huh? Uh, I mean, even I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm I'll stay my ass home and just we go watch oh, some Zoom uh, some Zoom watch parties. We could be we could be the fans in attendance for. <laughs> set, oh, just set like some backgrounds for people. That'd be pretty dope. <laughs> like a dog uh, day. Yeah, we should, man. We should host a watch party or something uh, through Zoom. Through Zoom. Yeah, man. Let me know. We'll set it up. <laughs> we'll get the league on. <laughs> All right, y'all. So that's a wrap. That's episode 68. If you haven't subscribed, please do so on Apple Music podcasts and then uh spotify spotify podcast as well so yeah subscribe listen follow and comment we're also on instagram and that's it man so thanks for listening fellas let's go out one two three <laughs> peace out of your peace
Peace.